0: The most important thing I do in my classroom is to actively build community. Without that, true, passionate, joyful learning is a hard goal to achieve. I do this by creating relationships with my students and their families. I make sure that they feel cared about and heard. Building community begins the very first second I see my students. I show up every day to teach an amazing group of third graders. I clap words into syllables, I collect field trip forms and picture money, and I try to make sure Ali doesn't pour glue on Julia's head. Again. I make sure to greet my students each morning by saying, I'm so glad you are here, and I care about you. Do you believe me? One day, a student responded, Ugh, yes, I know you care about me. You tell me that all the time. That was the best IRL I've ever gotten as a teacher. Creating a sense of community continues throughout the school day. It is in the comfortable seats I provide for my students. It happens when I hand them a book I know they will love or show my genuine thrill that a yellow belt in karate was finally earned. It is in the way I comfort them when they are hurt and laugh at inside jokes we share. There are a million little ways that I actively build community in my classroom. As you listen to this book, I am sure you will realize that there are a million little ways you do this in your classrooms and offices every day, too. Much to my surprise, one of the little ways I build community went viral. It was a simple exercise. I asked a question and listened for the answer. As a first-year teacher, I worried about how much I didn't know about my students. I explained to them that I wanted to get to know them better. I wrote, I wish my teacher knew, on the board, and asked them to complete the sentence. Each student's response was unique. They responded with honesty, humor, and vulnerability. Sometimes their notes talked about their favorite sport. Sometimes students complained about conflict with siblings or friends. They wrote about their home life and the people who meant most to them. Sometimes they articulated their hopes for the future, and sometimes they explained obstacles they were facing. After completing this lesson, I was amazed at how well it helped me connect with my students. Their notes became a tangible reminder for me to truly listen to the voices of students in my classroom. It was always a meaningful lesson for me, but the problem was that the power of the lesson stayed inside room 207. I did not share the idea with my colleagues. I thought that a simple question wasn't important enough to share. That was until one night when my cat knocked over a basket and out tumbled a crumpled orange note I had saved. In shaky handwriting it read, "I wish my teacher knew I don't have pencils at home to do my homework." As I reread those words I felt the same ache as the first time I had read them. I thought of my former student, and how, even though she didn't always have access to basic resources, she still came to school every day so willing to try, willing to struggle, and willing to learn. After years of teaching, I have learned the sad reality is that her situation was far from unique. I wondered what the millions of children in our country's classrooms would say to their teachers if given the opportunity. I decided to share the activity with other teachers. I took a picture of the note with my cell phone and uploaded it to my new Twitter account. I typed in this girl's words and hit the tweet button. My goal in posting this little girl's note was to share a simple message with other educators that students will share their realities with us if we simply give them an invitation. The real power of this exercise and why so many people responded to it has to do with the raw truth of the student's words. When we are willing to really listen, our students might feel safe enough to express their truth. As teachers, we need to ask so that students will answer. But we also need to listen so our students are heard. Soon, I began to get messages from around the world. I heard from teachers inspired to ask their students the same question and who began to share their responses. States away, fellow teachers had their students complete the simple sentence. Notes written on index cards began to form meaningful relationships between.